Now the pitch to Alonzo. Swing and a miss. He got it. Luke Williams. Yes, sir. Forget about it. Hector, look at him celebrate as he goes to the back all by himself. Watch this baby sail. Oh, Bryce Harper. Hey guys, and welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast. And guys, it is the most wonderful time of the year. It is my favourite time of the year because we've done it. We have made another opening day, maybe one of the most anticipated opening days I can ever remember. Well, for me, certainly ever remember. Uh, for you guys, it may be a little bit different, but oh boy, we are we have got a opening week bonanza show for you, and the full team is back, guys. First of all, Alex, of course. Alex, how are you, my friend? Hello, Mr. Dave. A pleasure to be here as always. Very excited, and I'm excited to say, Bowling's back. How are we doing, Bowling? Hi, guys. Oh, I'm so happy to be with you guys again. Baseball's back. Baseball's back. Last Thank time you were on Bowling. There was nothing. It was a, it was just, there was nothing to look forward to. Yeah. We were just talking about, you know, things maybe we wanted at the, when baseball would come back, you know, the, the quick free agency that we would maybe see. Um, it was, it was gloomy. It was sad. It feels like it's such a distant time now. It feels like an eternity ago. The the happiest news during that time was the Fnatic OG was coming back. And that was, (laughs) that was as good as it was getting. That was our big news, yeah. <laughs> that was it, yeah. That was it. That and Camargo and uh, Knable had signed, and that was that's about as good as it got. But, guys, here we are. Here we are. We've, we've done it. We're opening day. What I, I've just found out you're both going to be there for opening weekend. So, Alex, you there for all three days? I'm just there for the first one. Uh, I, I, you know. I would have liked to have been there uh, the first three, but when we initially had bought tickets, uh, you know, it just wasn't, we weren't planning the whole weekend. Um, and then we also, you know, we got lucky that because we bought these tickets before anything, before lockout, before anything, we were just planning to go to this game anyway and opening day, like original opening yeah. day. Um, so we just ended up buying these tickets by luck anyway. And uh, so now either way, we're going to opening day, I guess. Uh, but it's, I wish I could be there the other two days, but duty costs, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then Bolin, you take over. So this podcast has all bases covered because when Alex isn't there, you're going to be there. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Like, I was just tweeting today because I have to work on Friday. Um, but I, my fingers are crossed for Tiger Woods to be playing in the masters because my boss is like world's biggest Tiger Woods fan. So if he's really occupied with Tiger Woods, then I'm good to just, you know, watch baseball and truly focus on Philly's opening day all day on Friday. Um, but I will be there on Saturday and Sunday. Everybody I got look the out for a, a nun, a nun carrying <laughs> a tall boy. Yes. Uh, yes. Look for a it. Yeah. <laughs> I have my Miller as Light said, as we speak, so look out as for it. John holds up a Miller Light, so <laughs> amazing. Oh man, I was set to be there. This was the meant to be the original series I was going to be at, and then of course Manfred had uh, ideas in the off season, so I I cancelled it out of safety and saved the June. But um, guys, what what would your usual opening day setup be like? Do you have traditions on opening day? People have set traditions. Uh, Bowling, what are you going to be doing Friday? Like, are you, you'll be at work, of course. Well, yeah, I'll be working from home, which is good. So that means I can, you know, have my computer open, but also, you know, play on Twitter and play into everyone. I'm telling your boss. It's, it's so exciting, yeah, it's just, you know, everyone, everyone's so excited. It's Christmas Day. So obviously I'll put on a Philly shirt, you know, can't decide who yet. Not sure. I've not really any rituals, you know, it's up to the Phillies to do that kind of stuff set the I would tone, say. set the mood yeah exactly Alex you're going to be there but you if you weren't there did you have anything like any barbecues or or anything really themed we do we do um so my my dad and I we go to opening day every year um even though you know we are both grown adults with our own our own spaces we we meet up every year and we go to opening day we always go to Xfinity Live first grab a couple drinks grab some food I always the best feeling on opening day is how bloated I feel coming back <laughs> from the ballpark. 
truly because i i consume so much alcohol and food that i truly leave like 20 pounds heavier which is it's great um but then we we go to xfinity live uh before opening day every year and then we go to um we we go inside the ballpark we enter through the third base side always stop by shake shack and then we head to our head to our seats uh and that's that's usually the ritual. And then I always, my dad loves yingling. So I always get us two yinglings to start, start the day. Um, and it's always a fun time, even when it's, you know, not the best team, which we can't say for this time around. Team is pretty, looking pretty oh, good. It is. It is. And my dad, my dad hasn't been paying a lot of attention. So I'm excited to enlighten him, uh, you know, while we're sitting in our seats. Oh, I'm uh, trying to I, place an over under on how many times my dad is going to say Castellanos because he's doing he, it. So yeah, you better <laughs> believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love. I, I was there for the Red Sox opening day. I think it was 2016. Now was it even earlier than that? And the wow. whole day bar the game was amazing. And then wow, the feels sucked it right out of you and <laughs> drew to passion. It was terrible. Um, Oh, it was. In fact, the game was dreadful. I think it was seven nothing. I I know we got spanked, but but the the game the build up was unbelievable. The fanatic parading the players down Broad Street, and the fanatic charges down the steps and leads the players onto the field. And ah, oh, it was it was great. In the anthem, everybody was just up for it. And ah, oh, yeah. And then the Phils played baseball, and it quickly went south from there. I, <laughs> I gotta say, I've been at. I've chosen really, really good ones because my dad and I, we didn't always go to opening day, but we would like watch from home. Um, but I've been at some really good ones. 2019, I think, was uh, was Michael Franco hit that home run like directly into the foul pole. Um, and that, I don't know why that sticks in my mind. I can't remember. I can't remember. But it, that that is one that like really sticks in there. Uh, 2020, I was lucky enough to go because I was covering oh. the team at the time. Um, and then 2021. Oh, me too. My cardboard cutout was there. Yeah. My parents still put one of me up in there, uh, even though, you know, I was, I was physically at the game. Um, but then uh, I also got to go uh, last year and that was a good one. Last year was the, the walk-off win or was it a go-ahead win against the Braves? So either, no, it had to have been a walk Segura walked off, didn't he? We're at home. What am I thinking? Yeah, so, yeah, the walk-off against the Braves. Um, and that was pretty awesome, too. That was – so I've been at some good ones. I've, I'm lucky. I'm a lucky guy. Uh, I'm Next year, next year, I'm hoping to make the uh, the opening opening day for sure. Yeah, that 2015 game, we had three hits. Oh. Ryan Howard, oh. Chip, <laughs> and Grady's, Grady Sizemore. Oh man, really? Cody Ashy at third base, Cole Hamels. Yeah, he was the uh, pitcher. We lost eight nil. I was eight nil. Oh, Ben wow. Revere leading off. Chase Utley was still there. No hits, two strikeouts. Oh, it was, it was bad. That was bad. I need to get my cutout from the uh, the um, pandemic crew. They've they've got my cutout still. Oh yeah, you're gonna I'm gonna collect over. it from them. Uh, you're going to collect it when you come here and, and yeah, you're yeah. going to take it and on the take, plane? Yeah, and take myself back. I've, I've even <laughs> booked him a seat in the flight from. People are going to look at Absolutely. you. But... <laughs> I'm kind of way, Dave. But, um, oh, yeah. I, um, yeah, that's going to be quite weird carrying that around. And I have no room in my luggage room, so he's going to have to come oh, around okay. with me around the airport. That's going to be fun times. It's like um, Flat Stanley. You have to just document it. A little bit. Shall I? I could do something. Yeah. I could My, do something with that. Yeah, take take little pictures of your cardboard. There's there's so know, much content that can come from that. Come oh, on. Oh yeah. Oh, the possibility. That's gonna be are endless. Isn't that gonna be a little uncomfortable in your in your seat, Dave? When like, because you're either gonna have to put the cutout in front of you or like in back of you. Well, it, he'll have the seat. I'll sit on the floor. It's fine. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Um, you know what? I I need I need the uh, Phillies hype video. I'm I'm ready to run through walls. <laughs> it's um, coming. It's got to be the next. It's the next thing. I'm done with spring training now. I'm, I just want to let's just get this over and done with now. Although today was me too. Fun. I'm ready for opening day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. I get to a stage of spring which I'm at now where I'm like, come on, come on. They, yeah. But the guys are ready. They're ready. <laughs> it was really a shortened are, spring training, and I'm still like, all right, let's get this over with. Know, which, is, 
which is like, usually me after a week but usually these <laughs> games are like spaced out but we've had game after game after game i don't think they've had a day off yet they like, haven't I, and they haven't had a split they haven't, they haven't had an evening game they haven't that. had a split it's squad wild game. but usually it's like you know a game what is it like every other day usually no they are usually every day but you do get some breaks i can't remember but yeah you usually you usually get some substantial sometimes you get like Two days of break. Sometimes the, the the main guys aren't even playing, you know, until three weeks into the season. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Break. So it's it's weird. I got to say, it's it's definitely strange. But, I mean, some of these Phillies hitters, man, they look locked in. It has, it has been a fun they spring training. Locked in. It, yeah. It, oh, it's been really fun. It has been. It's just seeing, seeing the guys hitting bombs and looking. They just all look ready from one to nine. And even some of the backup guys. Nola looks ready, right? Right. Nola breakout or Nola bounce back. What are we call this? A Nola revival. The redemption <laughs> tour. Redemption tour. Faces, the faces I mean. are um look, I'm I'm trying to say positive about Nola. It, he'll be he'll be fine. It's just you know, there are some home run problems cropping up. But I'm he looked filthy today. He got like 15 mm-hmm. swings and misses. He got a lot of called strikes, a lot of just a lot of strikeouts in general, so he looks good. I'm excited. Yeah, if we get that Nola for the season, oh yeah, poof, that's it. What when's the parade? But yeah, <laughs> you never, you never know. You never know. We knows. Um, spring training in general, Alex. This lineup, Mickey. Mickey's a starter now, isn't he? Starting Mickey. Who would have thought it? The start of spring training. Surely you've got. They got red hot bats. So you you've got to start them. I got to think you got to play the hot hand on this one. I mean, I am pretty – I'm concerned that uh, once, you know – because Mickey is probably going to see a heavy diet of breaking balls when he gets to the majors, right? So um, – because he's, he's hit fastballs really well um, this spring. So we'll probably start seeing, you know, guys throwing him a lot of stuff in the dirt. Uh, it's going to be up to him to adjust to that. That being said, I don't think there's any way you can go into opening day – with him not starting for you with a right-hander on the mound. I just, I don't think there's any way. I just tweeted something about, you know, he, he was told by Joe Girardi uh, earlier before the game that uh, he was going to, he was officially making the team. Uh, now we, again, we don't know in what capacity, we don't know what's going to happen when, you know, rosters de-expand or, uh, you know, Odubel Herrera comes back, but uh, you know, he was told for, for opening day, he's, he's going to make the team. And uh, you know, then he goes out and bashes two home runs and, and plays out of his mind. So I, you got to be excited. I mean, regardless of whether or not you are the most negative or positive person in the world uh, when it comes to Mickey Moniak, you, you got to be happy for him. I mean, to be showing it's out a good on story, a stage right? like this, he just, and he looks great. I'm excited, I'm excited to, to see what happens with him and Stott. Yeah. I mean, that's self-explanatory. You don't need to hear me <laughs> yeah. on, on that one. <laughs> but it, it, it's a, it's a, Defensive upgrade as well, isn't it? On Alec, and uh, do, do yeah. you reckon? Like, but he, he's making. I'm even talking about the basic plays. He's making the basic plays, which you would expect from all of them, but we seem to struggle with. But Stotty's been Stotty. Is that his new nickname? Stotty. <laughs> Stotty's been. Uh, he's been solid. You know, defensively, he's made no mistakes. Really, he's, he's made every play that's come to him, and that's all I want from these guys this year. Is just make the plays, like Ben said last week. Just just catch the ball. And make the plays, and our defense will be improved on last year. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because Bryson Stott does project more as a second baseman or a third baseman, uh, just because he doesn't have the the range really of a of a shortstop. Um, but I mean, his glove would definitely play well at either second or third. Uh, it's more that I just don't think, and, and I don't know why they tried to force the Alec Bohm issue with him being a third baseman. It just doesn't make any sense to me. He's obviously not a third baseman. And it feels like they kind of put him in a, put him in a hole here. Uh, so I hope, you know, if he can, if he does go down to AAA, that is unfortunate. You are obviously, you know, yeah. shooting his confidence in the foot. Uh, but if he does, I'd, I'd love to see him work at first base, maybe the outfield. Um, I would hope at least, or maybe he can, I mean, who knows, maybe he can transition to second base. Um, but Man, I, I don't know. It's it's unfortunate because I still think Alec is a really talented hitter, um, and trading him now would just be selling supremely low. So, yeah, it's a hard situation to be in. I, I, it's, it's tight. I think Stott coming in 
has actually saved Alec a little bit. He needs regular at-bats. He needs confidence back up. I, I think setting him down would be a, sh- a shot in the foot, but at the same time, it's a chance for him to... The pressure's off him now. Stott's here, so the pressure moves away from him, and I think he's going to do better with... with did you see the uh, Athletic article with Matt Gelb? wrote about Alec Bowman. Bowman was saying how much he struggled mentally with the whole last season and the off-season. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I think that was a real, that really telling. And that's actually quite a big thing for a sportsman to say and come out and say, you know, and I, there's a lot of relate, relatability with, with Alec. And you, you you really want to root harder for a guy who is, and you could see at times last year, he was, he was head down. You could see yeah. physically and mentally, you could see the struggle on his face, you know, and he stayed behind after games to, to work on just catching the ball. And he would come up to the ball game early to, to get extra training in. He's he's doing everything he can to turn himself around. And I I, I really hope he figures it out. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Don't don't trade him yet. Uh, Bolin, start for you. There's a lot of talk that he could be an outsider for rookie of the year. What do you reckon? Because oh, the potential, the potential is there for this guy. First and foremost, I'm always going to root for a Philly to win Rookie of the Year, to win any major end of year award. I mean, come on now. Um, I feel like I do it every year. You know, there's always some Philly. I'm like, yep, Rookie of the Year. Let's do it. Let's do it. In April, of course. And then it, you know, (laughs) falters after that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have... It's so hard, right, you guys? We're Phillies fans. Like, we're trying to be weary and not... (laughs) get too hyped up about it and you know how many articles and whatnot are there about this is Bryce Harper's guy you know he the Vegas boys yeah it's his that's his mentor and you know when you see Bryce's work ethic and hope that Stott is picking that up too like you can only hope that you're getting I don't know another major bat in the lineup but We'll see. I'm I'm trying not to get too excited about it. Um, uh, let's just get him on the roster first, right? <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm sure you wish Rookie of the Year would be someone a bit beefier, right? You you're all about the beef these days. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, the beefy boys? <laughs> oh yeah. There are some. Look, Never heard of some, them. There are some beefy Rookie of the Year candidates. There's O'Neill Cruz. He's got a lot of beef. We got Joey Bart. Lots of beef, so Mickey you know. I mean, can I? I don't think I can make players from other teams honorary. I think beefy you're right. Boys. Actually, I think you're right. I think, I think it's just a Phillies we, award. We, we can't. What's going on? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think MVP. Scratch it. Beefiest boy is probably where we're gonna end up <laughs> by the end of this year. My so. God, I can't wait until that entire ceremony. <laughs> I can't well, wait till Rob Manfred gets on stage and says the beefiest boy of 2022 is this year's beef award goes to <laughs> guys. I'm, 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 not, I'm not missing this. It'll be like sponsored by like Hatfield Dollar Dog or something like <laughs> honestly, that. Though, yes. Honestly, yes. This is oh. this is something we've got an idea brewing. We have. I mean, we, we have way too many beefy bats in the lineup to not be leaning into this. Come on now. You're right. And we, and we can have the uh, hot dog pig presenting the award. And... I see it now. <gasps> yes. No, the we'll have to ask him of... when he's at the Fanatics birthday party to the, see the what his plans are. Shoots out of the Perfect. Fanatics uh, hot dog cannon. Yes. Oh, oh this yes. is. <laughs> you can, can fire the trophy out. I mean, of that's it. dangerous, but. The, it is, yeah. but... <laughs> Remember the one lady who sued because the hot dog hit her in the <laughs> oh, eye? <laughs> seriously? <laughs> and now we're just going to shoot trophies out of it? I can just see. I can see Scott Fransky and Hatfield's beefiest boy <laughs> <laughs> for the year of that's 2022. <laughs> oh, man. Trophy That'd be pretty good. The window, we're sued. Yeah. It's... Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was kind of fun now. It was the uh, the the beef we had in the end that was really the that was the journey, right? That was the that's true. What do they yeah. say? The the beef we met along the way. That yeah, was, that was where we really. Anyway, tangentially, <laughs> we're at a good. Well, spot. I'm looking forward to this award show. <laughs> immensely. Yeah, let's get season over and done with and get to this because <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Um, uh, I was going to say, I've completely been sidetracked. Um, but you're right, rookie of the years because I, I back Kingery, he's into oblivion. Um, Alex just gone backwards. Um, although saying that, Long's working his magic. Do you think there's hope for Kingery, Alex? Um, look, so I don't, I 
have always been of the mindset, you know, with all of these guys, we've been doing this for a long time, Dave. Like we, we have been, we've been, I was going to say we've been together, but you know, this is a, well, we have this a partnership, okay. but you know, um, we've, we've been doing this for a while. Right. And I am never one to give up on a player. Right. Like I don't say, Oh yeah, they're, they're cooked. They're just a bad player because there are so many things that go into this sport that you or I or Ballin or uh, Joe Girardi wouldn't even understand. Like there are, there are mental, you know, these are real people, right? They deal with mental struggles and, and they psych themselves out sometimes and they, um, you know, they just things happen, you know, you don't know what's going on in their lives. Right. So, right. You know, and this pressure that mounts on them, you know, Scott Kingery having a six year, $24 million deal before he touches major league grass. Right. Like that's, that's a lot of pressure. So big time. Yeah. I'm never one to give up on anybody right now. That being said, I don't think Scott Kingery's plate discipline was ready for the major leagues. It certainly wasn't. Um, but you're right. Kevin Long has been doing really great things for a lot of these hitters. Um, and that's been, I mean, that's, that's plainly obvious at the same time, you know, we've seen him giving Scott Kingry one-on-one attention. And I have the utmost confidence in Jason Ochart and his staff to take whatever Kevin Long has been doing and implement it, you know, trickling down. Right. Yeah. So I, I feel like there could still be a decent utility bench player in Scott Kingery. Still Team SK. I'm yeah. Still, I'm still backing Kingery, man. <laughs> Why not? I haven't donated the jersey to Goodwill yet, you guys. So me there, too. There it is. There and it is. look, like also, I think it's worth mentioning, like this team with Scott Kingery, Mickey Moniak, Bryce Harper, I mean, Reese, you got some pretty Nick Castellanos. <laughs> Stop some pretty, it, Alex. Ah! Come on now. You're you're putting a, an all MLB faces team together here. So uh, <laughs> what a I've, good I've, looking team. Let's sign Dansby Swanson next year in the offseason. And pff, I don't think there's any beating them. The poster boys. <sighs> Seriously. We could get like a whole Sports Illustrated like you know calendar going. We're going off. This is remarkable. Of this ideation. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, I mean what are the ideas tonight? <laughs> Um, right, let's let's talk baseball as in regular series games because we have the A's and the Mets straight out the shoot, straight at home. Uh, the A's are what is going on? Like, you, you gotta feel, and we've got an interview with the uh, Open A's UK fan group coming right up. Um, but before that, Alex, you gotta feel for those fans, what that they're, they're done. The A's are, are now entering a full rebuild, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest threat in their lineup is, um, oh my, Jed Lowry, thirty-eight-year-old uh, Jed Lowry. So that he's he's going to kill us this weekend. Then that is honestly, I mean, if he makes it to the field, Dave, that I, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> and, and his Zimmer frame. Seriously, I signed a <laughs> signed a three-year deal with the Mets back in uh, what is three years ago, twenty nineteen. Didn't touch the field once. I mean. He's just an injury-plagued older gentleman. Um, and, you know, I feel really bad for A's fans. I do. That being said, Frankie Montas getting on the bump, going to have a tough uh, – well, if he's on the team by, you know, uh, a few days from now. But they just did, you know, trade their second-best starter. So, no, uh, it's – I definitely feel for them. It's a real bummer. Uh, teams like that just shouldn't exist. Uh, but – here we are, you know. You know, the, you know who's going to have a good game against us, right? You know who's going to shut us out. Oh, Cole Irvin is going <laughs> to die. Yeah. Friend of the oh, podcast. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, Swerving Absolutely, Evan. yeah. Oh, Cole is going to absolutely – he's going to toss a gem. But I will say, this lineup against Cole Irvin, man, poor guy. His tool set is exactly what this lineup is is built to feast on. So if they if they don't pummel him, I'll be I'll be disappointed. Uh, unless he's made some significant changes, but I, <laughs> it comes out of hundred mile hour fastballs and well, <laughs> we won't go that far. But I mean, what he did last year was certainly out of character. So yeah, and I'm, I'm balling for, for the Phils. This is a this is a pretty ideal team to play straight out the shoot, isn't it? First game against the A's, who are, are just into full tank mode now. We 
do I get the slide ready, Paulin? Uh, oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait for the slide to come back. It's one of my favorite bits of yours, aside from when you're having a few drinks and singing about Andrew Knapp. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to miss those days. Oh, man. <laughs> You're going to have to find a new player to write a song about because it's too good to just drop completely. I will be sure to take many videos when Dave and I uh, are reunited in, uh, in uh, June. That's going to be... Please. Yeah, Paul, where exciting. are you? I know. I, wow. I'm in Phoenix. Phoenix. It couldn't have been worse timing, let alone the fact that I'm missing... In the middle of summer as well? Oh. Oh, tell me about really? it. I have to go to Vegas in July too. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, it's going to be horrible. But um, both of you guys, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, I'm, I'm really missing a lot. Yeah, you Man. certainly are. Uh, My FOMO is off the charts. A lot of beef and beer in that series. A lot, a lot of beef and beer. <laughs> My favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think it's a great um, series to open up against. And then, especially for the, I guess, like the Phillies mindset too, because then right after that, which, you know, you haven't really led into yet, but we might be catching a break against the Mets. Big time. I am just going to drop to that. Oh, jump in the gun, jump in the gun. I was going to get to that after the A's and uh, a hopeful sweep should win that series. We are, as Ballin has already alluded to, we're straight into the Mets. Oh, love it when we play the Mets. Oh yeah. That was me banging the table. Um, yeah, DeGrom is going to be missing. Well, he's going to miss, he should miss the first four series against us, which leaves us with, with one series against them. So we should avoid DeGrom for the majority of our games. He's down at least. Yeah. It's, it's probably going to be at least two months. Yeah. So, and we've got him, we got him four series in the first two months. So that's how, is that what we have four series? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like 13 games against them. That is huge. Yeah, in the first yeah so we're going to miss the first half. Yeah, all in the first half of the season. So we're going to miss the group to Grom. Scherzer, well, what's happening? We don't we don't know. He could he could well miss the first week of the season as well. So we we could be 6-0. and oh, oh, just. Uh, <laughs> go You're going to have to go down the slide twice. I'm going to have wow. to. I'm gonna to have to beast it, buffer it, beef it up. I have to beef it up. <laughs> beef up yes. Reinforce it. It's going to get a lot of use. Um, Alex, the the Met, the A's and the Mets, it this could potentially be a nice nice start for the Phils. And then we've got the Rockies on the horizon as well. Yeah, I think uh, especially with with the Mets, I mean they're dealing with their own their own stuff. But man, I uh, without their top two starters, I didn't realize, but I, I I'm significantly lower on them uh, than than I had first intended to be. I mean. I love Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer more than words can say that duo is just good for baseball, but like, it's weird. Starling Marte is already playing right field. Like you sign a guy at a center fielder's contract rate only to then play him in right field. And he's, you know, 33 years old. That being said, had a career year last year. So, you know, who knows what is going to go on there. Uh, but then, like, Eduardo Escobar, like, let's just be honest here. They didn't sign a free agent that's, you know, younger than 32 years old this offseason. So, I mean, or trade for anyone in, for that matter. I mean, Chris Bassett is 33 or 34, something like that. So, you know, the rotation still looks okay. Chris Bassett is really good. Um, you know, uh, Taiwan Walker is fine. Carlos Carrasco is probably cooked, but, you know. But these uh, are still pitches that we should potentially beat up on we've we've beaten them up before uh and that is you know that's from last year of course but that was a totally different lineup too not as good as the one that they have currently um it's also you know fair to say that their 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 offense and such is 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 pretty good their bullpen's probably better than the phillies as well um even though they just traded away one of their better bullpen arms which yeah yeah still confused with that trade jolie rodriguez peripherally looks good but Phillies have seen him before uh that's an interesting an interesting choice uh so I don't know um it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting uh I think if I had to give a record prediction for these first two series I'd probably say they come out of it like four and two uh you know I would like it I'll take it and then we know something unfortunate that's gonna happen right like something's gonna not go their way and well in in the Phil's Mets games it's often always oh yeah it's always 
these series have been eventful these the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the Marlins and then the Rockies. Oh boy. And if there's ever a time to beat up on the lesser opposition on paper, it it's gotta be this year because uh, they have been they've been they've been the, the rocks in our bike, haven't they? They've they've just derailed yeah. us every time. Yeah. Well, this team is definitely built to beat bad teams. I mean, when you have Thank a God. lineup that, seriously <laughs> yeah. though, I mean, when you have a lineup that that does kind of kill fastballs, but also is able to just go, you know, next hitter, next hitter, next hitter. I mean, you saw it today. Today's game was out of this world. Yeah. Uh, but you know, when you kind of have a lineup that's able to to do that, uh, those are the ones that typically beat up on bad teams. Now, that being said, I actually don't think the Marlins are a bad team this year. I think the Marlins are a genuinely decent baseball uh... team. Um, no, I, I got to tell you, and Pete Pratt, I know you're listening. I'm, I'm very excited for you to hear this. Um, they're, they're super underrated. Even Pete's got them pegged at 72 wins. So. No, I, I think they are much better than that. The bullpen sucks, let's be honest. But, but the rotation has not been good this spring either. But the spring doesn't matter, though. That rotation is super good. I mean, when you have Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, I mean, Tyler – not Tyler. Let me get the right one here. Trevor Rogers, Taylor, Tyler, and Trevor. This is impossible. Um, Trevor Rogers is really good. I mean, he is just, he was fantastic last year. Um, it, it's a good rotation. I'll t- I, I, I tell you what, Alex, we'll, we'll get Pete on next week to preview oh, that Marlins series. That's how it's <laughs> We're going to have some fireworks. I would love to talk week. to Pete. I would that, love that, to talk to Pete. That's going to be a fun one there. Then the Rockies, Brewers, Rockies again, and the Mets. So uh, actually, as, as opening months go of a season, that's quite generous. It should be. We have the Rockies twice. Yeah, Rockies April? twice away first. As you can see, I'm so educated in this. <laughs> Let me tell you about him. We have the Marlins after the Mets in Florida, then the Rockies in Colorado, then the Brewers mm-hmm. at home. That's a good rotation coming. To oh my God, the Beefy Boys in Colorado. Yeah, it caused failed. I know it's only April, but Beefy Boys in Colorado at a field named after a beer. Come not on, my man. beverage of choice, okay. not my beverage of right. choice, but right. I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> it's going to be those series in particular are going to be really interesting because you really are going to get to see, I mean, what this team is made of when they're facing, let's call a spade a spade, bad pitching. I mean, the Rockies pitching staff well, is. Kyle just, Freeland's their best pitcher, isn't he? Uh, Herman Marquez is, but even. Oh, then, I, I can't feel about Herman Marquez. It's like, it's, it's looking grim over there. Uh, but every time know. I get my hopes up about us going to Colorado, it, it really comes back in our faces. So I'm I'm holding it. Right. They did just sign Chris Bryant, so it'll be it'll be interesting at least. It's got to be this year. Bolin, is there is there any slight worries or concerns you have coming into this uh, opening first opening week in uh, this season? Um. Well, since I've convinced myself that we're going to the World Series, not exactly. <laughs> yes, Polly, that's it. Like, my October is totally clear. I'm going on vacation at the end of September, and I made sure I would be back before the postseason in October. That's literally how I planned my trip. Um, not really. I think it's just more so keeping other people's, you know, because we're going to see strikeouts. We're going to have nights when they're not all hitting the ball and I feel like those are the times where you'll see a lot of frustration from people and you know making comments it's gonna be on fire isn't it yeah like how much (laughs) we paid for someone or something like that I think even myself you know it's important to like keep in mind that's that's what you get when you sign guys like this yeah exactly you know the good outweighs the bad though in the end if if everything goes to plan (laughs) yeah we've been saying for the last 12 years but yeah yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and losses are going to happen. Hey, look, we're still going to probably lose a good seventy games this year. It's it's part of baseball. We're not we're not the LA Dodgers, but I I'm I'm a little bit worried about the bullpen injuries at the moment, and 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 Connor yeah. Brogdon not being. I, I don't know. I'm not hearing good. Well, I've not trust you. I've not seen him much this spring, Connor. Usually, by the time he well, comes in, I've, I'm doing something during the game, but. Alex, you you've seen Connor a lot. What what's what do you see? What in your eyes do you see? Is is he down on velocity right now? What's what is it like? Yeah, Connor? he's super down. He's super down. But that's happening across the league. Um, some guys right. came a little bit more prepared to camp than others. Um, like if you've seen 
Michael Fulmer, who the Phillies faced today and faced a couple days ago, guy that last year was touching triple digits for the Tigers. He was closing games. He was doing great. Sitting 92 on his fastball right now. I mean, pretty, pretty grim, right? But with Connor, I think it's mostly just one of those things where he's, he needs a little bit more time to ramp up. Um, you know, he's going to have to make the team because they're shorthanded right now. Um, but in any normal situation, I would think that they would probably start him in AAA and, and get him warmed up a little bit more yeah. before they bring him up to the big club. But they don't have that luxury right now. So it's, just, it's just a case of ramping him up. It just, I just think needs so. to ramp up. Because I'm still high on he's... Connor. I, last oh, yeah. season was an excellent season for Connor Brogdon. Yeah, bar that one anomaly game he had, which he should never be in there for in the first place or even left in there for, his, his stats would have been even better. And I've, you know, Brogdon, Sir Anthony, uh, a better Alvarado and a Knable as, as the front end of your, as of the main parts of your bullpen. That's not a bad bullpen. No, it's not. I, I take Alvarado out of that mix just because <laughs> you oh. never know what version of Jose. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, this, is this bullpen better than last year's bullpen? Absolutely. 300 right. times better. This right. So that, that's good. Because we, we just missed out the playoffs the last two years and we've strengthened the bullpen. That. It, it, okay, it's not stunning. It's one way to spin it, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah I guess I so. Spin anything, man. I will spin anything to, to put a positive. <laughs> Especially when it's the fills. Right. I mean, yeah, it's 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 better, right? But it's still going to be either really, really good or really, really bad, and there really won't be an in-between. But that's why they need guys like Sir Anthony. They need guys like Connor Brogdon. They need guys like Corey Knable, these actual good baseball players, to – be consistently good, right? To throw strikes. Um, Sir Anthony doing what he's done all spring in the regular yeah. season would be insane. That would be more than you could ever ask for. Connor Brogdon coming back and like really improving on that command and showing really nice, you know, an ability to continue moving forward with his development would be great. Corey Knable, you know, I wrote a, a, a piece on him a couple or last week, I guess, um, you know, just coming in and, 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 using that curveball effectively that's it that's all he needs i mean he can strike guys out left right and center uh if, if that curveball is working and if he's using that fastball effectively to build off of it right so i mean you need the good guys to be good and the risky guys to be like better yeah yeah <laughs> like, like you know we're not jerry's familia is going to come in and blow a whole bunch of games wide open because he gets oh, hit don't. let's not have this chat already <laughs> It, it's true. It's yeah, I know it's right. Yeah, I know. But Brad Hand, his velocity's down too. He's gonna serve up some some meatballs right over the center of the plate. It's gonna happen. But you need the the good guys, the actual decent baseball players, to do well more of the time than they won't. And then it's I have the sense. outsiders, Falter, Nelson, Jones, who I think have had great springs. But where where do, where are they going to feature? Because there's a lot of question marks over the bullpen. Do you think they'll make the roster or, or, or still go down and, and we'll see him? Because Falter, Bailey Falter, I've been mega, and Nelson, I've been mega impressed with those two. Do you think they're in yeah. Girardi's plans straight off the bat or send them down first? He doesn't have a choice. They've they've got to make the team because they, they don't have enough pitching depth otherwise. Uh, so, so Damon's definitely going to make the roster. Uh, Nick Nelson is absolutely going to make the roster. You want to talk about guys that have impressed me, Nick Nelson. Holy crow. That dude can, can spin. Yeah. I've I'm pitching half this guy. I oh, really have liked what I've seen. Good. from Nick. And, and he's, he's coming games in big situations as well and got himself out of him. I mean, spring is spring. I know it's, he, I know small sample sizes. I know right. I'm getting ahead of myself, but, but the big it, thing is that he, he hasn't walked any batters. That's the big thing. And he struggled with his control his entire career. So for him to come in and, you know, the Phillies be so confident that they can fix these guys with bad control, right? And then for them to actually, like, show progress for somebody that does have bad control, that's he's a pretty awesome he's, he's sign. He's had 10 strikeouts in yep. seven innings. I mean, he's always been good at striking guys out. but Right, so he's a usual I mean, strikeout he's, pitcher. He's right. good. He's good. They And they're stretching him out. So, you know, his velocity is a little down. Um, and also he's still ramping up. But, you know. So, so what's it's his gonna, usual? What's his usual velocity? So, he's this, usually, this is the first time I've seen Nick. Well, Nick Nelson and Bailey Folter properly. This is the first time. He's usually 96 plus. So he's usually, he's sitting 94 to 96 in spring. Right. He's usually like 98, 97, 98, 9900. Um, but 
that's no big concern. They're stretching him out. Um, so, you know, that's a thing. And then also he probably needs time to build up. But that being said, his changeup has been ludicrously oh, good. Ma, I, um, yeah. He's got, he's got a great breaking arsenal. Um, and then the same with Bailey Falter. I would think Bailey Falter is probably going to be one of those guys that goes back down to AAA once rosters de-expand. Right. He's only 24 um, as well. Isn't he? He's still a young yeah, he and, a bag of potential. He found a he found a velo spike before uh, during the lost minor league year that I would like for him to refine. But man, if he can do that, he's so deceptive. He really reminds me of, of Dallas Keuchel. Um, he's, right. he's super deceptive. Oof. He doesn't throw very hard, but super deceptive and really just builds on that and could be really, really, really strong. Um, I would like him to just you know sit in AAA as a depth starter just in case you know the worst thing happens. Um, but yeah, Nick Nelson, Bailey Falter, Damon Jones too. Damon Jones. Is Damon really Jones, yeah, absolutely. So it's yeah, yeah. So it's it could be worse, right? It could be could be much worse. Um, and effectively, they are they are uh, they're gonna need as much length as they possibly can get because we know that Zach Wheeler is not gonna come in and throw you know seven, eight, nine innings in his first start. And same can be said for you know Ranger Suarez as well. F. Eflin still Ranger. coming back from injury. Yeah. So. They're going to need length, but I would expect Nick Nelson will be the guy that ends up sticking around uh, when rosters de-expand and he'll be in like a long relief sort of role because uh, right. I, I like him a lot. And as you said, this is a league-wide problem. You know, the innings at the start and teams aren't going to want to rush their big stars back into long eight, nine innings unless they're absolutely cruising. Like I'm expecting Nola on opening day to go five, six, like we saw today. And then that's it. You've got to be conservative because they have not had much ramp up. And if you ramp them up too hard, you risk an injury, which nobody, nobody can afford. In, in, in <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the truth. Ain't, 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 ain't that the truth. Uh, Bolin, how worried about the defense? Because I'm I'm getting <laughs> less like I am really fighting our corner hard here. I'm no defense, just beef. Just beef. Just, just it's beef. true. It's <laughs> um do I have tweets about the defense completely imploding in my drafts? Yes. Do I hope I don't have to send them? Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's like kind of the joke right now. Like we have no defense. It's going to be so bad. We're just going to hit home run after home run and then just hope. Thing is you know, defense. We, yeah. we we'll hope that we score more runs than our opponent, but um I don't know. I'm not feeling too down about it, but maybe I'm just being optimistic because like, you know, the whole vibe, right? The Phillies are back. You just want your team to play well and whatnot, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm trying to have a little more hope than right. Right. What others are predicting. Before before we get to Alex to bring it all down again, because I can, that was wow, what that could happen. Seldom that I hear something like that. that well, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, you know, since that amazing double play uh, we saw the other day, the, the players spring, but mm-hmm. but the regulars are doing their job. They're catching the ball. They're not making mistakes. Even Castellanos and Schwarber have done all right in the outfield. They've not dropped the ball. They're not making big fundamental errors like we've seen. I'm, um, you know, we we just need defense to be adequate. Just basic. Do the basics and don't cost us games. Alex, concerns over the defense? Uh, the real only concern for me is the range, uh, particularly like the range in the outfield. It depends on how they line up on the infield. I mean, Didi Gregorius, bless his heart, looks so much better uh, right. this spring. I mean, he looks like he can actually move. I didn't really realize how bad he looked until – I saw him this year. I mean, he looks years younger in the, in the infield, uh, which is, you know, which is a great thing to see. Um, thank, I mean, thank goodness. Uh, but it really depends on how they go over at third base. If Stott's at third base, the infield defense probably won't be that bad. Um, I mean, you'll still, they'll have their fair share of, uh, fair share of errors, but Gene Segura could win a gold glove this year. Yeah, uh, he, you know, he will. Gregorian he will. If he, he deserved them last year. Uh, Didi Gregorius, <laughs> uh, you know, he's not going to be an elite defender at shortstop, but he could be at least replacement level. That's usually what he does. So, you know, replacement level is all you can ask for. And Stott at third base, his glove should play well there. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. The real 
unfortunate concern that I have is in the outfield. Uh, just because there's look, if Mickey Moniak is your center fielder or Matt Veerling, they're, they're equatable gloves. I would say Mickey's glove is a little bit better, but um, if Mickey Moniak is your center fielder, you do have a bit of a range concern when it comes to Kyle Schwarber and him over in left field. Uh, there are going to be, I would expect a lot of balls that kind of drop in no man's land that probably were catchable um just because you know those you're not looking at exactly the two fastest or rangiest outfielders out there that being said that's only going to affect you you know nine or ten times a season hopefully um you would just hope that the balls that need to be played off the wall are played properly you need to hope that the balls that need to be tracked into the warning track are played properly but we'll see right i definitely like kyle schwarber more in left field than i liked andrew mccutcheon that's where i was going that's where i was going is it an upgrade on touch in the outfield and is monia convealing an upgrade on herrera defensively in the outfield? well so here's the thing i mean as much as i Hmm. i don't know how to say this now uh, as much I know, as I, I know don't where you're, talk I know where about you're it. trying to go with it, uh, everyone wants to put it very delicately. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, Odubel Herrera graded out quite well defensively uh, at the end of last year. Now that does not factor in the the poor IQ plays uh, and things like that. Uh, same with you know the jumping too early's and the you know the the late breaks uh, on 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 bloops and things like that, but. Uh, you know, just in terms of pure how his tool set grades out, graded out okay. Um, that being said, I don't understand why Mickey Moniak wasn't getting looks in center field. He is actually a talented fielder, and he's not, you know, plus, plus, plus Kevin Kiermeyer, you know, leap into the stands and Billy like what Hamilton. Billy Hamilton did the other day, yeah. right? Like, he's, he's not going to do that, but he's he's good out there. He's, like, average, and uh, I think I think a lot of people will see that this year. I think he's going to get a, a good amount of playing time and we'll really get to see how he, how he grades out because, you know, the minors, they don't really have metrics like that. They don't really have, you know, metrics you can look at and you can say, Oh yeah, he did. He had this UZR and he, yeah. uh, you know, his, his, his own rating was really good. And his, his sprint speed matches really well with this out above average metric that I have. Uh, we don't have that for the minor leagues, but we'll have all of that and more in the majors. So it will be really, really interesting to see how he grades out. Uh, in those in that first month at the very least so before we get to our predictions guys let's get to your predictions on social media i put the post out hoping for some optimism (laughs) oh i got it in bundles uh so let's go through first of all on the uk Phillies facebook group jonathan young 89 wins for the Phillies. i think that's about there or thereabouts of what people are saying in the fan base he reckons uh bryce reese carl and nick to 140 plus home runs this year four Phillies All-Star and a Bryson Stott Rookie of the Year as well. Oh, I'll take it. Jim McElhatton said, reckons 88 wins. Definitely Red October. Bryce go back-to-back MVPs. All-Stars, Bryce Hoskins and Wheeler. He'd love to see Stott and Moniak have great years. Oh, we definitely all agree with that one. Uh, Danny Caliccio says 91 wins. Daniel Harry, 96 wins. Can you imagine? That's a pennant. That is a pennant. All right, what are you saying on the UK Phillies Twitter? How many wins? Let's have a brief look at this. So what we got here? D Stewart reckons 86 wins sounds reasonable. Uh, uh, three or four All-Stars. Yeah, would take that. I definitely, definitely think this time, surely we're going to have multiple All-Stars. Uh, Bob reckons 94 wins. Woo! Castellanos, JT, Bryce, Reese, all non-star, uh, all non-pitching all-stars. Nola rebounds makes a squad too. Oh, I love it. Love the optimism. Uh, optimism. Fern, over 90 plus win. Woo, love it. Playoffs, 150 home runs between Kyle, Bryce and Nick. Uh, and I presume Reese in there as well. Uh, my word, yeah, there's some optimism flying here on the Twitter. I love to see it. Pete Campbell, Phillies v Blue Jays, World Series rematch, question mark. Don't make me dream even more. 
Uh, we've got 87 wins. I think we'll improve the record, but not by much. Too many question marks on pitching. That's a fair grounded response. 87 wins still should be enough for a playoff spot this season, surely. Uh, Jasper says 93 wins. Blue rules 26, 95. Al Stumpy says 95. Bros to hit 40 plus home runs. Uh, Grant reckons 86, 76. Second place behind the Braves, but... But the most important thing there, yes, Red October. Uh, Zach Wheeler, potential Cy Young candidate. Uh, Bryson Castellanos, all-stars. Harper Castellanos, 35-plus home runs, 100 RBI seasons. Jeffrey Branch has 90 wins in Red October time. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'd love to see us 90 wins. Phillies Bell, return in Red October. Uh, Jennifer says, 92 wins for the Phillies. Yes, Red October. Bryce Reese kyle to hit 140-plus home seasons. Yes, uh, and Bryce... Let's go MVP back to back and Stotty for Cy Young. Oh, oh, we are we are hyped, right, guys? Uh, Travis, ninety wins. Red October, yes. Um, five Philly All Stars, uh, but doesn't reckon Bryce or Stotty MVP or, or rookie. That's fine. That's fine. Red October is the main one here. Uh, Daffy thinks Sir Anthony will at some point take over the closing role and thrive. Would love to see it. Although Knable and, and Sir Anthony in any order would be, should, should be fireworks. Uh, JT is what they call me, says 91-71. Wild card. And they make at least the divisional series. Bryce hits 40 bombs. Reese gets 35. I'd, I'd love any of that. All of that. Uh, Patrick says 89 wins, 150 home runs for the Bulls deep promise uh, and three all-stars. Oh, I'm getting pumped just reading all this. Uh, John Big R says 89 wins and playoffs. Yes, 142 home runs for the big five, three all-stars. Uh, Danny Gross says the Phillies are winning the World Series. Hallelujah. Uh, right, let's get on to ours then. Some time, guys. <laughs> this is it. Ball in. How many Phillies wins? <clears throat> um, God, I think I predicted earlier, like a month or so ago, and this was even before we had our exciting signings and whatnot, but I was probably, you know, being too excited back then, and maybe now I'll just stick to it. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I predicted 88 wins. Wow. All right. All right. I think. Alex? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm around the same place. I had them at like 85, 86 before the signings. Uh, I think the signings probably bring them up to, you know, I go conservative here with an 89. I think 89 That's conservative? and a wild card spot. Oh, I love it. Love it. Well, I think that this lineup is just, you know, yeah, you're going to lose to the teams that you're supposed to lose to, but you won't lose as often to the bad teams. You just won't. And when I look back at like these last two years, especially, and we're not even factoring in, you know, the clubhouse presence that a guy like Kyle Schwarber or a guy like Nick Castellanos brings. I mean, these are, these are guys that they've got personality and yeah. they are like team, they're team leaders. They're big team voices. Well, I'd say Castellanos is more of a spark plug and, and Schwarber is more of a team leader, but I mean, these guys are, they're they're big voices. And Schwarber's um, a winner. He's, he's won it with the Cubs yeah. already. He knows he how is, to win it. He's been in the postseason <laughs> basically every single year he's been in the major leagues. Yeah. So, I mean, these are guys that and, – and Nick Castellanos, you know, hasn't. But, like, doesn't he just – I said this on a podcast earlier today. Doesn't Nick Castellanos just have, like – postseason hero just written all over him oh, like he can you just yeah yeah sit in the bank park mm -hmm. packed pack to the to the brim and it's a it's a, a six six game bottom of the ninth and it's you know the momentum is swinging back the other way and then nick castellanos just shoots one to left field cool bat flip admires it strolls to first i mean come on drops drops to first it's, it, it 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 can write itself it, it mm -hmm. seriously does feel like Nick Castellanos is just a huge spark plug to these guys. Because when, yeah, when they're down and out, like, it's going to be rough. But if he does something, you know he's going to pimp it, and then he's going to look back at the dugout and be like, okay, your turn. Like, seriously, he's one of those guys. So that really, really excites me, um, especially because I feel like that kind of drive has been missing the last couple of years. Um, just because, you know, Reese Hoskins is obviously number one Phillies boy, but he is uh, – Thank you. We You're stand, Reese. Uh, <laughs> I feel like 
anyway, but he, but he, he is very introspective and like very like he's thoughtful, right? But he's not one to kind of like say things out loud. Bryce is really, you know, he's Bryce. He is uh, not exactly. I mean, he's a he's a spark plug, right? But he's not. He's he's polished. He's very yeah. like you know media trained, right? Uh, I think Matt Gelb mentioned that too on on uh, the Phillies Therapy podcast, the most recent episode. He's like very polished. He's not necessarily going to come out and be like, ah, these guys, you know, we got to work harder. We got to be better. We got to Nick Castellanos. You think he's going to give a flying fladoodle what the city of Philadelphia <laughs> thinks about him? He's, he's going to say, these guys are sucking right now and we need to be better. Kyle Schwarber is going to be like, you know, yeah, like we, he's just, he's, they're both big boisterous voices. And I'm very excited to have that presence. They really leaned into the, into the beef. They did. They, they lean right into it. So I'm excited. I hope Nick Castellanos uses the verbiage flying fadoodle in a press conference this year. It's I think he'll happen. say another going F to word uh, that I <laughs> say on this podcast. But he, I mean, he is obviously going to have so many good sound bites. I, I could admit, I can imagine him being the Jason Kels of the parade. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jason Kelsey, this joint for sure. It, it's it, the buzz he brings, and not like that to the fans as well. Sittings Bank Park is gonna be rocking. Yeah. He's gonna sell a ton of jerseys. I can't wait to see him hit one to Ashburn Alley. Oh man, um, easy question for you both next. Red October. Yes. Yeah, Dave. What's your? I told you I planned my whole trip around it. Yes. What is your? Uh, I've gone ninety plus. I'm, I, I'm all in as i say every wow. year but this year is different and i keep getting laughed yeah, for it. But this, year, every year. this year is different 90 plus and like falling was just saying my october i've already freed up because if we get it, i'm there i'm not you're flying here right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right oh already, i can't wait i've got the, the, the wild card and the divisional rounds off work as i do every year but this year i'm already starting to look at flights pre-october not amazing until we're there. I'm not that silly. Not that foolish. <laughs> I I need to as I, as I say to every podcast now. I need to experience what October in in Philly. I've heard all the stories. I've heard oh, all man. you guys say that Citizens Bank Park is actually physically rocking. Then when the rally tiles are going, it gives people goosebumps. All the stories of postseason. I need to experience that. All I've seen is losing seasons bar one, and I need it. I need it like I need oxygen. Uh, oh, I just I need it. Please, Phillies. Phillies, <laughs> um, do it for Dave. Do it, do, it, just, yeah, do it for us all. We all deserve it. All the Phillies fans deserve it. The last 10 years, 12 years we've been through. Um, Bryce, Reese, Kyle, Nick to hit 140 plus home runs. Alex, I think we covered this one already uh, last week. So balling. Um, yeah, absolutely 140 plus. How many? How many for for Bryce? Because I'm I'm going forty five plus. I was gonna say I'm like forty two or something. I'm like really okay. Healthy healthy season for Bryce. Um, I'm look at him already. You know he's just in. Bryce Harper is repeating MVP this year. Yes, I was getting there. I was getting there, Bolly. Oh, sorry, I jumped ahead again. He also had three home runs today, and the one that didn't. Oh, he should have had three. Yeah. The one that didn't go I didn't out even the think he caught one. that too. No, I, it was that thing was hit 113 miles an hour. I, I don't understand how that, that was happened. half T Max fault as well. Because oh, the way man. he was sounding, that was gone. And I, I yeah. still thought it was gone about 10 minutes after he caught it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah, the, the camera angle didn't really do him any favors. No, it really didn't. Uh, how many all stars? How many Phillies all stars this year, Alex? Wow, that's a good question. Um, yeah. Ooh. I wonder, so I wonder, first of all, if there's going to be a DH voting spot for the, there's, there's gotta be, point. right? So I, the issue, I would say, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, wow, that's, I think conservatively, conservatively, I'd say four. I like, I think both Bryce and Zach Wheeler are kind of locks um, or almost unless Zach Wheeler is really, really behind and has a bad start, but uh yeah, I, I think both of them are pretty because it tends to be like, a, oh, yeah, the guys who finished really well in awards, you know, the year before get a little extra boost in fan voting. Um, but I feel like I feel like Bryce and Zach are almost locks. And then 
you know, Aaron Nola could be one, but mostly I think JT and, and Nick Castellanos, I feel both kind of have a really good leg up on, on the competition. So we'll see, but I, I think four is certainly attainable. I agree no, with I that. I love that you said conservatively too. <laughs> I'm four all-stars, you guys. I'm at five. Are you allowed to play us in the same team in the home run derby? I have honestly no clue. I'm sure you are. Because it will happen. I think, yeah, I I think you can. If you're allowed, then then book it, Bryson, Bryson Schwabs or, or Castellanos. They won't really have much of a choice if both of them are like if two Phillies are atop the home run standings and they want to participate. <gasps> I mean, Bryce didn't participate last year. I wonder how much of that had to do with, you know, was he invited? The kids at home, things like that. I believe he was and he respectfully declined. Or he like he before he was invited invited, he said publicly, like, no, nah, I wouldn't. Right. Think. He's won it already um, though, hasn't he? Yeah, and then I think – I don't know. I don't know. would be really cool to see two of them, though. Oh. That'd be sweet. Where is the All-Star game this year? Los Angeles. Los right, LA, yeah. Oh, right. It's, it's the 2020 makeup. It's Philly 2026, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes, 2026 is Philly. Okay, same, same time as the World Cup. Man. Same month as the World Cup mm-hmm. in America. Oh, oh I'm, I'm there. The more um, important event is happening in Philadelphia, though. <laughs> major league baseball all-star game <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um bryson start rookie of the year bryce mvp ball in Whoa. oh well, but we know where you are with bryce the same as me yeah well i already said that you know i will keep my hopes up for bryson stott because i always want a philly to win rookie of the year and then um yes 100 bryce harper is going to win mvp to again this year yeah Alex, I think I still <laughs> I have my my heart set on uh on on Juan Soto finally getting his due, uh. But you know I wouldn't I would not be surprised if if Bryce did repeat, especially with this much protection in the lineup. As far as Bryce's start rookie of the year, I think actually I'm surprised he's not as favored as uh, or he he's yeah he's not as favored as uh, as some of these other guys. I mean. Say a Suzuki is probably the the favorite favorite. Yeah, uh, just he is you know, the favorite. A Japanese right superstar, but um, Bryson Stott definitely has a leg up on some of these guys in terms of like maturity at the plate. Um, so I think you know, and and he's got a good glove, so I think he could he could rack up WAR at a steady pace, uh, just because his defense is good and he gets on base a lot. Bryson Stott is fourth. Yes, it's O'Neill Cruz and Say a Suzuki at the top. And then Joey Bart is third, I think. NL, uh, NL, of course. I take I honestly, if I was a betting man, I'd just put all my money on Say Suzuki. But I think Bryson Stock could do it. I think it could. It's it's definitely not far fetched. Mickey Mickey Moniak's there at fifty to one, which is a very tempting <laughs> outside long. Matt Veerling is there at seventeen. To Matt Veerling is all. I just see that Matt Veerling's oh. there as well. So I Suzuki wonder how today Cruz, will affect Hunter Mickey Green's Moniak. there. I've not been that impressed with Hunter Green. Well, I mean, when you throw 103 miles per hour as a starter, you got to be on the board somewhere, right? Sixto Sanchez, uh, Sixto Sanchez is on there for some reason. I don't know if they'll even one. pitch this year. Wow. Okay, oh. they don't know much about baseball. Um, any other any other predictions, guys? Any other predictions you want to throw out there? I think, I think Zach Eflin will yes, be. Yes, come on. Yes, come on. Alex. I yes, think come Zach on. Eflin will be the Phillies third best starter this year i think that uh i know that's not exactly oh. bold but i think i think he's really gonna <laughs> he's gonna come through well i actually do i have a i have a bolder one after this i i, I think zach evans gonna come through and really you know put a put a stake a claim i guess is what i'm trying it's to say it's a big uh, year for Zach. it's a it's a walk year but it's also you know he's he's just really good if he can stay healthy he's just very very good wasn't he uh, wasn't there reports that he was crying in yeah. his locker after yeah, his first outing because he felt back. so good for the first time in years. Yep. It, it's oh, like, I didn't know that. That's precious. Yeah, that's, that's, what ben, that's what Ben said last uh, week. He said that Eflin was the greatest tears. guy of all he was, time. I love him. He was. Oh, good for him. Is, yeah, but it's his, it's his dead. Was it these heavy legs he gets halfway yeah, through the season? That, that's achy knees because he's a big guy. You know, he's a he's, giant. Yeah, he's he's like the gentle giant. But um, my 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 other bolder prediction is I think. Corey Knable is going to notch 30 plus saves this year. I think he's going to be. Oh, God. We need it. Yeah. I think he's going to be really good. I think that I was looking, I was digging into the numbers for, again, a a piece that I was doing on him. 
I mean, that curveball is is really good. There, it was last year. Hitters had like a one twenty something x woba against it, which basically means they weren't able to do anything with it. I mean, it's just it's it's a really good pitch, and as long as his fastball is is playing well with it, man, he'll be really good. I he's think he's good in spring so far as well. He I've has liked what I've seen. Two base runners. I feel we're in safe hands. Dare I say it with a closer? And I oh, love Hector. By the way, that is nothing against Hector Neris because I am. I love Hector. I mean, he needs to stay healthy, but yeah, he's he's good. And he's a one-year deal as well, isn't he? So we yeah, he's playing. He's playing for a future as well. Indeed, and we'll Guys, see how Sir Anthony does. But oh, I'm excited. For Sir My hopes are high for Sir Anthony. I'm really pulling for him. Me too. Oh, big, big! T- what an addition! That'd be like a new signing if Sir Anthony is 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 living up to his promise of what we've seen in spring Maybe. so far. More than that, I mean, because he's under team control for another two years. I mean, right? Yeah, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. And Sir Anthony was throwing 101 today. Like hello. Jose Alvarado, you mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 Jose Alvarado. Hey, look, look, he's a young guy. He just sorts that command issue out. We've got yeah. a hell of a pitcher on our hands. Could you imagine just being able to like stroll out to a baseball mound your first outing of spring training and just be like, oh yeah, pop 101, like just to to be that guy? Could you imagine? No his cur- his curveball was 90 mile an hour as well. That was hysterical. I actually kind of lost it at that point. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this guy can't do anything slow. It's like <laughs> it's, re- it's really funny actually. It's it's and like his cutter is like 97. It's yeah. unbelievable. He Stupid. if he just sorts that command out, oh man, what a what a bullpen! Even if bullpen he doesn't, woes. just put it put it in the strike zone, and I don't know if anybody's going to be able to hit it anyway. Unbelievable, guys! That is it. That is it. This is it. Nothing more to be said except let let's play ball. Let's play ball, baby. <laughs> let's go. Before this time next week, going to be six and zero. The slide's going to be broken. Billy's is going to Twitter's going to be in hysteria. We're winning it all. Um, all I can say to you guys is thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and subscribe. Oh boy, it, it, let's do it! There, let's do it. Let the season begin for me, Dave Short UK buddies. It's ring the bell from Alex. Ring the bell, baby. And from Ballin. Ring the bell. Yeah. The beef bell. The beef bell. Let's go. <laughs>